Okay, guys, we're here on the Game Trail podcast, and we have a special guest with us, Tyler Tibbet with uh, on or Got Game Tech app. You can find it on iTunes, and where else can you find it, Tyler? I'm sure it's everywhere, right? Yeah, it's on uh, it's on Google Play and on the App Store, and um, Got Game Tech is the you know the overarching developer, and then each of the underlying mobile apps all have their own name. So if somebody wanted to basically kind of get into what would they look up under um, to find those apps? You know, like if they yeah. So uh, so there's a we have four apps out right now. One for calling elk, turkeys, ducks, whitetail deer, and uh, the names are consistent for three out of the four. Uh, we have whitetail tech, duck tech, turkey tech, and then our elk calling app is called Elk Nut. Um, and the reason uh, that Elk Nut is named differently is uh, you know we partner with expert callers when we build any of these apps, and uh, our expert, his nickname was the Elk Nut for the Elk Calling app, and so we we borrowed that name to uh, help market that app. But we've since kind of stuck with the consistency of of having the name of the animal and then tech after it. So Turkey Tech, Duck Tech, Whitetail Tech, and we'll have a few more apps coming out, and we're going to try to stick to that naming style with tech there. But if you search for um, elk calls or turkey calls or duck calls on the App Store or the Play Store, a few different apps will show up, but you'll be able to see see ours in there under that as well. Gotcha. Um, so, <clears throat> I guess you know what inspired you to do this, to create this. Yeah, app? that's a great question. We, uh, my brother-in-law and I, his name is Ryan. Uh, he was going to try to be on the call today, but his wife just had a baby a couple days ago, and so he's he's over doing doctor stuff. Yeah, taking care of the baby. Uh, they had their second daughter. Um, but anyways, he and I were out elk hunting about three years ago. Uh, we were hunting with a bow with his father-in-law, who was a pretty good caller. And neither he nor I were very good at elk calling. And we had a really, really great week getting into a lot of elk, having a lot of close encounters. And after the week was over, we just said, man, this is incredible. We'd love to get better at being able to call elk. And so, um, you know, we had listened to a podcast episode with the elk nut paul medell driving up to elk camp and we're really impressed with the things that he was talking about so when we got back from our elk hunting trip we started searching around on the app store and on the internet for good mobile resources to teach somebody how to call elk and there were not any you know there were a few apps that um, had pre-recorded elk sounds uh, but you could tell that they weren't developed at a very high quality and they didn't have anything pertaining to instruction that we could find. Right. Um, and so we, I had a mutual friend with the Elk Nut that I'd done some work with in Boise when I was living over there. And I asked him to make an introduction for me. Um, and so he gave me the phone number for Paul. And I called up Paul. And uh, before you know it, it was a good conversation about calling Elk and trying to build this app together. And, you know, I'm personally not a software developer. I'm an attorney, actually, and um, kind of an entrepreneur, always looking at startup, startup ideas and Anyways, but pushed, you know, just in a roundabout way, we first met the Elk Nut. He was willing to kind of work on this project with us. I had a buddy that I ended up running into and talking about the idea, and he is a software developer, and he had some free time. And, and so before you knew it, we were just kind of taking it at baby steps, but biting off a few calls here and there to put on the app and beta tested it with just five Elk sounds and uh, released it, released that first Elk calling app July 4th of 2017. So Really, it's only had two elk seasons underneath it and been a little bit less than two years since we launched that app. But it's been so successful, we've been able to use that same model um, to develop you know, three other apps that teach you how to call. So that's kind of the genesis. You know, I think it's a really cool uh, platform. Brian here is 
uh, mess with it more than I have. Yeah, I'm on this. Uh, I'm on the the ElkNet app. Uh, pretty much, especially awesome. a lot, a lot during the hunting scenes, just listening to those calls and and trying to practice to get to better myself because I've been out in the field I don't know how many times, you know, and you get that bull what's hung up and I'm like, how can I pull that bull off of his herd and get him close enough into shooting range? And I sit there and I struggle and right. I'm like, I know I've listened to it on the app, you know, <laughs> multiple times, right. but I just can't, I can't remember it, you know? And then later on, I'll go back to the camp or whatever and I'll pull up the app and I'll just sit there and start listening. I'm like, okay, you know, so I'll just, basically just regular cow call you know that's all i'm doing is just sit there and cow call and cow call and cow call and but there's those certain techniques and those different tones and stuff what you if you hit those and actually sound more like an elk you're going to be able to get that opportunity to possibly pull that bull into that shooting range and right you know and that's what i love about the app you know and i i'm always uh posting you know on on our uh, social media, you know, trying to get it out there, uh, especially right before that hunting season to try and promote you guys and get the local guys and stuff like that, like my friends and so on and so forth to try and download this app and just learn because it's going to make you a better caller, you know? Uh, we really appreciate that. Yeah, no, I, I love hearing examples like that. Uh, that's exactly what we had in mind when we were designing the app. We, you know, have got it set up. So so that it will run without data as long as you've downloaded the videos ahead of time. And I mean, that's, that's exactly what we'd envisioned is, you know, it's not designed to be an app that, that does the calling for you. You take the time, you study the app and you get out in the field. But if you get back to camp and you're like, man, what, what was I missing? What, you know, what did I not do right? Then you can, you can have that on your phone, pull it up, review some of the, some of the different tips that are available. And um, over time, you know, you're going to be able to to start to speak that language and, and understand what's going on in the elk woods better. And um, it's fun for us to be able to see folks that are in the same boat, you know, we are as, as the developers, you know, the whole reason we developed the app was to help people get better callers because we wanted to get better. Um, so so we're in the same boat, you know, we're doing the same thing. Um, obviously, the elk nut um, totally knows this stuff. And it's just fun to be able to find a way to disseminate that information for people just like us. Right. So I know that there's like on the bulls under uh, on the elk sounds, I think there's like 12 different type of calls and then you have audio, video, and then you have tips to go along with it. And so all these people, I mean, you're able to listen to the audio of a, do you, now there's a real life sound and then there's the call sound, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. We When we designed the app, the whole time it's been this three-pronged approach that we wanted hunters to be able to learn how to make the sound, what the sound means to an elk, and when to use it. So that that permeates our app design for all of our apps. You know, there's a how-to video, which is what you'd need to download ahead of time. Otherwise, the app runs fine with or without data. But that how-to video breaks down how to use the mouth call, how to incorporate the bugle tube. Um, and then the audio section has pre-recorded sounds of, of elk making that sound, um, then of the elk nut making the sound as well. So you could hear an expert caller make it and understand that even he sound he doesn't sound exactly the same as the elk that we have recorded on there. You know, we as hunters are much harder judges on ourselves than the elk are oftentimes. Um, but then in that record play section, you also, or in that record section, you have uh, the ability to record yourself and play it back and compare it to the real elk and compare it to the elk nut. 
And that's been a, a game-changing addition that we made to the app a ago. It's been exciting to see how much more interactive the app has become for people and um, allowed people the opportunity not just to listen and hear but to practice. That's been pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then that third aspect of it you mentioned was the tips. Yeah. Questions about, you know, does that sound, hear an elk make it, how to respond, what does it mean to an elk? And so, yeah, we've kind of got that three-fold package for all 12 bull sounds and then all nine cow elk sounds on the app. So 21 total elk sounds, and um, each one has that individualized instruction, which um, does make it a great tool. We're pretty pretty dang excited about it. Yeah, I really, I really dig that app, and I tell tons of people about it, you know, who are wondering, you know, on if – because we always get that question, how often do you guys call? Do you guys bugle or so on and so forth? Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times it's just the cow calling is all we do. We don't really bugle. I mean, we can. Um, and a lot of times we just do it as a location. You know, we right. go out there, we'll try and locate, we'll throw out those bugles, we'll find out where they're at, and then we start making our move. And as, as soon as we get in into the elk or getting a lot closer, then we just resort to the cow calling. You know, but uh-huh. having this app on hand allows us to be able to understand the, the language, I guess you could say, of the elk. And right, what, right. Now, I think one huge thing about it is a lot of folks get so wound up about being in an area where they're hunting elk that they think are call shy or, um, you know, have been called to too much. But something that the app does really well is it helps you not only understand how to make the call and when to use it, but it helps you understand what the elk are saying back to you. Um, so that you can have a conversation, learn the language. And sometimes you're exactly right. Um, based off of what the elk says to you, you may not need to call at all. Right. In, in your experience, would you say um, when you're not having a response at all that you're in an area either, you know, I hate using the term call shy, do you think they are actually are call shy? Or do you think that it's just the rut's not quite what it is in that area at the time? Well, a lot of it kind of depends on what time of year you're hunting and, and uh, how hot it is outside, what the weather's like. There are a number of different factors that will affect, you know, how vocal the elk are. And, you know, something that I've seen in my early season elk hunting is that we'll be able to get bulls to locate, um, and but they're not really into, you know, bugling back or having a conversation. They're not very fired up. And something that the elk nut is, has really wanted to drill down on with this app and with his instruction. Um, and we're going to have another update to the app here in a month or so that kind of expands more on this, um, is what he's, he's termed as the slow play. Uh, and basically what that means is you kind of figure out where the elk is on this emotional spectrum. Um, you know, from, you know, a lazy bugle from their bed and not really responding all the way up to, you know, challenge bugling and lip balling and ready to come in there and kick your butt, you know, um, but what you've got to be able to do is kind of figure out where that elk is on that spectrum. And then once you kind of peg the emotion level, then you choose your approach based off of that. Um, you know, so what I, what I saw in my, my elk hunting over the last few years, you know, last season I killed a bull on opening day and, you know, we located, we spot and stocked the bulls that the bull that I ended up killing that day, um, and we, you know, we try to locate them with the bugles and they just, they just really weren't that vocal. And so your hunting style does have to kind of adapt. And, um, but if you listen to the elk nut, um, on podcast interviews that he does or on some of the seminars that we've recorded or on the information that he has on the app, he's so good at reading and interpreting the sounds that the elk make back. 
that he can kind of peg where they're at on that emotional spectrum. And then Taylor has called it calling accordingly. And I know he says that when he hears a bull, you know, respond to a location bugle or, or he hears a bull bugle somewhere, he says, I'm going to, I'm going to find a way to kill, call in and kill that bull. Um, and he says nine times out of 10, he's able to do that, which is so amazing compared to, you know, a lot of, of successful elk, elk hunters. Um, you know, basically they're running and gunning and calling, you know, and they'll hear an elk and they'll try to challenge him right away. You know, just assuming that he's on that high end of the emotional spectrum right. when really you've got to slow play him and warm him up. And so a lot of folks would just say, well, I guess the elk weren't ready to play the game today, but um, it's more about being able to be flexible with your calling approach and fit it to that situation. Gotcha. Out of all the uh, sounds that you have down there that you can listen to and practice and so on, which one do you think is the, the one that you would say is the most unutilized one that people don't think about using? Well, that's a really good question. Um, you know, there are some that, people love to use because they're fun to make and they're fun to envision another bull getting fired up like a, you know, like a challenge bugle or yeah. a lip ball. Um, but one sound that we have on the app that is an important part of the slow play that I do think gets overlooked is glunking. And it's that. not even a, it's not even a bugle, right? It's, yeah. and it's a sound that you can make, you know, by kind of tapping your hand on the edge of the bugle or even kind of popping your lips with your mouth. Uh, but when you're trying to paint the picture of that slow play where there's a, a hot cow and a bull coming in and, you're trying to work up that other bull that you've located, that glunking sound of him scent, scent checking the air, trying to, you know, absorb, you know, the smells of estrus um, through that, you know, that biological process, I guess, that, that sound that they make. Uh, man, that's a, that is a good sound that'll bring in a bull and really paint the picture of uh, a cow in estrus. Right. So a, a lot of people never even heard of that term. And I know Eric and I will sit down because we've actually heard elk do it. Um, in the field, we have uh, some trail camera videos of the bulls, you know, kind of walking by and they're, and they're making that sound. So a lot of people don't uh -huh. understand or hear it. So I'm actually, I have the app opened up right now. I'm going to play it real quick of the, the real elk, um, just so some of the audience could hear it here. Let's, let's see if it awesome. will come through. It was real faint on the on the real elk. But let me play that one more time here. So that was the the real elk. Uh, let's see if uh, the elk nuts comes through a little bit clearer. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a, a kind of a low volume sound, and it is tough to tough to get it to to flow through onto the onto the podcast, but I mean, I guess that enhances the understanding there that it's not something you're going to hear across the hillside only when you're, you know, when you're close to a bull. Exactly. And the times I've heard it, you know, I was like the, the very first time I remember hearing it and I, I heard the noise and I was like, what is that? And I turned to look and the bull was literally on the other side of the juniper tree from me. And I had no idea until I heard that noise and I looked <laughs> and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. He's right there. You know, and I was like, yeah, he made some weird noise. I don't know what the heck it was, you know. And this was a few years right, back, right. you know. And then we ended up going in and we were talking to a, an outfitter at an archery shop. And he pulls out his, all his calls he had. He had tons of them, you know. 
And he's like, yeah, uh -huh. you always yeah. have to have a variety of sounds and tones because this one might not work, but this one will, although you're making that same call, but they're going to respond to this one and not this one. And then he was telling us about that, that glunking sound and he pulls out his call and he showed us and we're like, what the heck that that's that sound, you know? And so ever since, yeah. you know, I mean, we haven't had the opportunity to try and use that sound or to do it. And I think it will uh -huh. actually work if we're start getting a little bit closer into the herd and be right, able to make right. that sound. But a lot of our, yeah, I think it, it... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think it goes hand in hand, you know, with panting as well. And, um, just some of those, you know, non bugle type sounds that really paint the picture well for a, a bull that's excited about a cow that's coming into estrus. Yeah. And well, one go ahead. thing that you just uh, reminded me of um, was, you know, one thing that we love to hear is, is folks will say, you know, like I've heard elk make these sounds and I didn't know what they were until I got the app or until I listened to Paul um, on a podcast interview. Like that's when we know that you know, the information on here is unique. It's always fun to be able to hear folks say, man, I heard it in the elk woods and I didn't understand it until, you know, we, we got some of the elk nuts wisdom. That's fun. Yeah, it is. I like uh, along with Brian, especially the clunk, I use the clunking one as the best example because I had never heard that. And, and you probably only experienced that when you're bow hunting and you are, you have to be really close to hear that noise. And right. Even for my, myself experience, I didn't even know what was going on or what that noise was. I didn't know elk could make that noise. And, um, yeah, like, like Brian said, talking with that, uh, guide, he said, you know, a lot of people don't realize they do it. And if you use it in that scenario, uh, when you're during the rut, cause it's a lot of times people have that hard time pulling that, that herd bull off the herd. He said that one right. in particular, when you're in that close quarters now, he said that one really, you know, to him says that there's a bull nearby that he's getting ready to, to mount his harem. And so he gets him fired up and gets him over there pretty quick from what we understand we haven't had like so we haven't had a chance to try it now because we haven't drawn since we learned about it <laughs> so right right yeah i mean it's not a call that you're using in every scenario for sure but yeah when you do have an opportunity to use it it's it could be a it could seal the deal just provide that additional layer of realism pull that bull away yeah for sure you know and we've learned a lot by just uh, with our trail cameras and putting it in video mode during the the rut you know and being able to hear and watch their their actions and the sounds what they make is helps us become better hunters you know and then I notice a lot of the sounds what those elk are making in that in those videos you know on our trail cameras then they're on that app you know and you're like oh okay and then what's nice about it is you have those tips and it tells you when to use those calls and how to use those calls to better yourself as a hunter to be able to sound like that elk to pull that bull in or even just to be able to sneak in a little bit closer you know because I've had that experience as well just you know you have a herd of elk you can hear the cows mooing you know doing their call and I'm I can't see them but I know they're there so I just hit that cow call every time I I'm kind of walking towards them, hitting it. So I just sound like uh -huh. a, a regular elk just moving in. And those right. elk don't get spooked at all. They just think that you're another right. cow elk, you know. And being able to... It's pretty amazing, yeah. It is, you know. And being able to utilize and see all this type of stuff on this app, it's actually helped us become better hunters in all aspects because 
you know, you're like, you see it on the videos, you're listening it to it on the app, you're reading about it, you're watching the videos from the, uh, from the elk nut and you're able to put it all together and it helps out tremendously, you know, and the one thing I, that's the one I, I focus on more, you know, I, is the elk, is the elk, uh, the app, you know, and try and do that. I, not that big of a turkey hunter. I love to go turkey hunting, you know, Sure. but that's the next one. Cause I, I definitely want to hit that, uh, the Turkey app and start really focusing in on that. Cause my calling when it comes down to Turkey is not very good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I could hear them over yeah, there well, and I'll, we... I'll try and call those suckers in and I'm like, what the heck happened is because I totally screwed that one up somewhere, you know, but <laughs> Oh man, no, it's so fun. And it is fun hunting any animal that you can call and really have a conversation with. Um, you're talking to, you know, for me, I, the Genesis was elk hunting for us as well. And so we're, uh, we're new turkey hunters too. The, the nice thing about the apps is we're, uh, we're bringing in content from experts who, you know, that's the, that's their animal. That's the one thing that they love to do and hunt. And, um, you know, our turkey call app has been, uh, really fun to see get out there and develop as well. The, expert on that app is scott ellis who's three-time turkey calling and not just a meat uh, not just a caller you know from the stage he gets out and hunts turkeys from about february through may in a lot of different states and really putting his calling techniques into play and it's been uh it's been cool to see that same platform that's been so successful in elk hunting um translate over to turkey hunting which um in a lot of ways um you know you're capitalizing on that same mating urge that turkeys have and so there's some a lot of overlap there and for an elk hunter who loves to hunt elk in the fall you know getting out and chasing turkeys and getting to be a better turkey caller is just another way to continue to understand that biology and those animals that we love to hunt and you can't elk hunt for another six months anyways so uh be a good opportunity to get out and continue to sharpen your skills yes for sure and then with the turkey season right around the corner now's the time to get get this uh app downloaded on your phone and start learning and practicing those calls you know and that's something what i think everybody needs to do is just if you want to be able to call just buy a call you they're available you know at every sporting goods store walmart wherever you want to go get your hunting gear get a call download the app and then just start practicing you know that's the only way you're going to better yourself is by doing it you know and right turkey that's season, absolutely right yeah yeah uh so like what i was saying is just turkey season starts up here april 15th i believe here in new mexico and some places start sooner you know i'm not too sure exactly the dates in other states but with it here it's i know where there's these turkey every time we go shed hunting there's turkey there and of course i never have my shotgun or you know because i don't want to be looking for sheds when and carrying a shotgun you know but we see turkey right, right. every single time in this one area. And we're like, dude, I just I just need to bring my darn shotgun next time or pack my bow in there, you know? Because I've shot a couple with my shotgun and I've shot one with my bow. And it's exciting being able to shoot a turkey with your bow, you know, because the vision of those guys is phenomenal and they'll catch that movement and they're, they're gone. And so, yeah, their eyesight is, is really incredible. Yeah, and learning their language is is hard. You know, I, I have some friends, that's all they do. They'll travel different states just to go turkey hunt because they just love it so much. And 
I've heard them call and then you're like, oh man, that sounds awesome, you know? And then I try and call and right. I can't do it. You know, I, I'm omitting it, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'll try my best, but I'm not very good. And I think being able to have this app at the your fingertips to be able to learn is the way to go and how passionate are you to to follow through with it. Yeah, I was um, me and Brian, I'm kind of a, a rookie turkey hunter. Uh, last time we went, um, we were literally texting a buddy in town saying, hey, what do we do? Because <laughs> we'd hear him gobbling <laughs> and stuff, but we don't know how to answer it back. It just means means that, you know, okay, they're here. Um, let's see if we can go find them. And one evening he said, go out there and shot gobble, you know, every so, you know, quarter mile down a forest or road and see what you get an answer. So that way, you know, putting them to bed, you know where they're at to go for in the morning. But I didn't know if I, we didn't right. even know if we were shot gobbling correctly, you know. And so that's what is nice about the app is you can like listen to him play and like, okay, this is how we do it. We're doing it completely wrong. We're probably scaring away everything in a 10 mile radius <laughs> the way we sounded. No, it's, yeah, they're such an interesting animal and, and some content that we are going to be adding to the app, that app soon is um, some different locator sounds. Cause you're right. Turkeys will, they'll shot gobble in response to a loud sound. And, um, you know, a lot of folks will owl hoot or, uh, you know, they'll make a crow sound or a, or a coyote sound. I remember joking with somebody that they were like, yeah, my buddy, he just, he just goes out and slams his truck doors as loud as he can when he gets out of the truck. Um, and sometimes the turkeys will shock gobble to that too, you know? Um, but, but, uh, it is a, a really interesting creature that, um, you know, you locate him by, you know, when you're looking at parallelisms to elk and then, you know, you use a location bugle to locate elk. You know, you're working on shot, getting a uh, gobbler to shot gobble to locate them that same way. And then and then the game's on, you know, once they're there, then you got to start figuring out how to speak that language. And um, just like you guys, you know, with your elk hunting experience, you hear an elk bugle and you're understanding. All right. This is what we need to do next. Well, as you study up on turkey calling, you'll get to be the same way with with that, too. You know, yeah, um, kind of moving paces a little bit here on to whitetail, obviously. Where we're at, we don't get to really whitetail hunt that much, or not at all, pretty much. Um, what is your experience? Because we hear, we you know, we watch a lot of hunting videos where they use the grunt. How effective is that grunt? Mm -hmm. And how, I guess, the, you know, what is the importance of it in knowing how to use it? Yeah, well, so that's that's the thing is, just like a new elk hunter thinks about a bugle as a bugle as a bugle without realizing the different sounds that elk are making, the different emotion that they're putting in those sounds. And, um, you know, we term those, give those elk sounds different languages to kind of capture the different message that's being communicated or a different name, I guess. Well, it's the same thing with, uh, with grunting and whitetails that, you know, there are different grunt sounds, um, you know, different grunt, snort, grunt, snort, wheeze combinations that they use that paint a picture about what they're trying to communicate. So, uh, it, it's a really effective way to kill whitetails. Um, it's a method that's underutilized, I think, by a lot of whitetail hunters. Um, there are a lot of different factors to whitetail hunting, you know, preseason scouting, stand location, uh, you know, understanding the wind, food plots, you know, time of year you're hunting them. Um, and a lot of whitetail hunters kind of focus on those things and, and uh, don't really get into the calling side as much. Uh, but just like elk and turkeys and how they have those mating urges and they have sounds to communicate, um, whitetail deer are exactly the same and you know there are different grunt sounds and different vocalizations that whitetails make that um, you know may not be quite as complex as elk or turkeys but are still a really effective ways to 
uh, paint the picture um, that you're trying to convey, you know, to a big white tail buck so that he comes close enough for you to have a shot. See, and that's what kind of just boggles me. You know, they have all these calls and stuff for white tail because they're vocal, but there's like nothing for mule deer, you know? And it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest thing. You're like, okay, can you even rattle in a mule deer? You know, because you see them all so the time I've, rattling in whitetail, but can you do that with a right. mule deer? You know? I've ta- yeah, I've talked with a couple of mule deer hunters about that. I mean, we've looked at doing uh, a mule deer app or some mule deer instruction, and uh, there's there's just not a lot of, uh, you know, language, you know, vocal-based communications that, um, you know, hunters are able to replicate that mule deer use. I've heard of some folks that will rattle in mule deer on occasion if they're hunting a late season, you know, you're hunting them in um, November during the rut. Um, then some folks have been able to rattle them in, but they're just a different elusive creature. Um, and the only sound that I've really heard mule deer make, you know, besides, you know, rattling antlers, um, you know, is, is you'll get snorted. They'll snort like, uh, a, a whitetail wheel and they'll, you know, they'll stomp and stuff. But usually those sounds are, uh, used in the context of when you're, you're getting busted. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard those sounds plenty of times, you know, you're, you're sitting there, you're like, what the heck is that sound? You know, and you walk over and you're like, oh shoot. You know, you see that sucker just bounding off in the distance. You're like, son of a gun, you know, but right, it's just, right. yeah, you hear the stomping and stuff like that. And it all, yeah, you know that you're, you've been busting and it's a dunner, but the whitetail, I mean, yeah, there's like Eric was saying, you know, I mean, we can hunt whitetail. We don't have a lot of them here in the state of New Mexico, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to basically put in or else it's like, you know, either, uh, what was it, like a fork antler deer. Yeah. So any fork antler right. deer. Fork but yeah. we don't have a whole bunch of them to be able to, to hunt, you know, and unless if we end right, up right. going out of state and stuff like that. And that's one of our, it's on our bucket list for sure is to be able to go out and, and hunt whitetail. And it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, a lot of people in back east, they're, Oh yeah, we want to hunt elk. We want to hunt elk, and here we are, you know, we uh-huh. hunt elk. So we just want to hunt whitetail. <laughs> yeah, be able to have that opportunity to go and get our shots with nice whitetail. Yeah, that's you cool know. about Wyoming and Montana is they have whitetail to hunt. I don't know about Colorado so much, but you definitely see it in Wyoming and and uh, I guess even Idaho too, right? Yeah, they, they have so. yeah, we've got them up in Idaho, and I actually think that um, you know the calling and whitetails is really underutilized in the west you know a lot of folks in the south are probably you know doing some grunting hunters so used to hunting mule deer which doesn't call at all um or at least not you know that we've really understood yet um i think hunting whitetail in idaho montana um wyoming i think you bring whitetail calling as a part of your game and i think that you could do really well i think that folks could add that as another tool to the toolbox rather than spot and stock hunting them like like we do mule deer yeah i think you're right i think being out in the west you get used to one style of hunting and then uh either you go east of here or parts of the west that have some white tail and you use that same concept when you may be more successful by using some calling techniques i guess depending on the year of course but yeah uh, it's de- yeah definitely something to think about and and for the folks that are listening and interested in whitetail hunting, because our whitetail app is so new right now, it's free. We're still kind of doing it as a beta testing version. So anyone listening to the podcast who wants to check that app out, um, definitely should uh, should go check it out. We'd love to get some feedback on it too. 
Yeah, for sure. And what was the, it was called Whitetail Tech? Is that what you call that one? That's right. Okay. Yep. Perfect. And I noticed you guys went to the, some, the expos. Um, did you guys have a lot of, uh, what you call it, um, good reception when you went? Yeah, it's always fun to go and, and talk hunting with people for, you know, four days straight. We love the Hunt Expo down in Salt Lake. I feel like in terms of the expos available in the West that it's it's kind of the expo right now. Yeah. There's a lot of influencers in the industry that, you know, make a point to be there. And, uh, you know, the, the customers that we meet there, it's always fun to swap elk hunting stories with them. And, um, you know, we were surprised by the number of turkey hunters down in Utah that we were able to meet this year. Um, so it was fun to be able to talk to them. There's a good waterfowl crowd that goes there. And so for us, and having multiple apps that apply to, you know, different species, that Hunt Expo is a great show. Um, fun, Definitely was a fun week to be down there. Cool. And speaking about waterfowl, I think people, I'm not sure if you've seen this either, but in the West, people don't think waterfowl because we don't have a whole lot of water, <laughs> especially down here in New Mexico. We don't have <laughs> hardly any water, but it's actually a very, I mean, there's like a whole subculture uh, here in New Mexico. So for those that are listening, you know, whether you're in Arizona or New Mexico or maybe even in Utah where you think you don't have a lot of water, there's still a lot of fowl hunting going on. Um, so, yeah, if you're listening, guys, definitely uh, check them out because they have that app as well. And I think people would like to hear yeah, that the stuff because we don't, you know, we're not, we're not the, you know, back east where it's, where it's, you know, it's part of their culture there, it seems like. Yeah, especially in the Midwest, they've got those those migration patterns that just cruise through there. You know, our uh, our duck caller, Barney Califf is his name. Uh, he makes duck calls, and uh, he's three-time world champion duck caller. And, you know, from, you know, winter, you know, basically through the whole winter until as long as the seasons go, they're just not chasing ducks as much as they can. And um, it's, it's pretty dang addictive, especially as you start to figure out decoy configuration and, and setting up your blind. I, um, I went out to a show in Minnesota when we launched the duck calling app last August, and it was fun to see all the folks that had pictures on their phone of their different boat blinds that they're cruising around and, you know, teenagers that have just grown up working on building these blinds on these boats. And, um, you know, they just, their lives revolve around that waterfowl migration and being able to hunt all the different species of ducks and geese. And, um, it's, it's definitely a, definitely a cool aspect of the hunting um, you know, pastime and life that we live and, um, something that is, is, uh, should be explored more if you're not already into it. Yeah. On your, uh, duck app, uh, what all, I haven't had a chance to look at that one yet. Um, what do you have when it comes to call wise? Do you have, is it exclusive to ducks only? Do you guys have geese on there as well? So right now it's just mallard sounds. Um, okay. and, um, you know, the, the level of content on there, it's, it's one of our newer apps, and so we're still working on beefing it up content-wise, um, which includes adding in some geese calling instruction and some geese sounds. Uh, we're working on that right now, but right now it's strictly ducks, um, and it's it's got the same features of, of all our apps where you can listen to the sound, record yourself, play it back, you know, watch the how-to video, read the hunting tips, um, and it's a, it's a good resource for somebody who's not blown a duck call before or not very much. Um, we'll work on getting some more content on there, so it's you know it's a good tool for the super advanced duck hunter as well. See, that's the thing. That's one what I'm going to have to get because I've duck hunted a few times in the past, and I stopped. Um, some of the guys I used to go duck hunting with, uh, they moved or whatever, and I don't know on how to call. So 
I talk about uh-huh. it, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'd, I could do a quack, but that's about it. You know, I, I don't know what the <laughs> heck I'm doing. So I don't bother going. And then, of course, I can't hit anything with my shotgun. I, I mean, I would kill turkey with it, and that's about it. I mean, even throwing those clay pigeons up, you know, I'm like, oh, forget it. You know, I it, but it, it's one of those the cheaper shotguns, you know. So I've been starting to look at new shotguns because I want to get into it. I want to get back out there and and hunt ducks. And I, I just love hunting, you know, in general. So whatever I'm able to get yeah. out and hunt, and it's it's in the off season when all our hunts are done, then duck season starts, you know, and then everything just kind of rolls. And if you're able to get into that and do it and do it properly, then yeah, it's going to be fun. Cause I remember when I used to, it was always a blast to go out there and sit there and try and call those ducks in when you see them fly over and then you see them make that big hard swoop and then start coming right, into land, you know, right. you're like, Oh man, it worked, you know? And it's the coolest feeling <laughs> to know that you were able to call those in. Now, I never did, but I thought it was awesome listening to my buddy sit there, call, and watch those birds just make that hard left or right-hand turn and just turn around and come right back in to where we were at. And, of course, we'd, I would maybe hit one bird, and they were just dropping them, like, left and right. I'm like, what the heck, dude? I was like, I can't hit anything. But oh, shoot. It yeah. Is, it is fun no, to get really, out It's really, really fun. I had another question for you, Tyler. Absolutely. Um, in the way you guys are going, is there anything new coming for maybe 2019 of 2019 or 2020? And you said you're going to update a lot of the apps that you already have out there, but there's anything new coming down? I guess what I'm heading towards too is you think you'll get into predator calling? Yeah, yeah, it's in the works. Cool. <laughs> Perfect. Cool, cool. Um, we're, uh, we're, we're working on a couple of different things in that space that we feel like are really going to be game changers. Um, uh, we're, we're still working on getting it formulated to the point where we're comfortable talking more about it uh, publicly because we've got a few ideas that, you know, we want to keep under wraps until we're ready to get them out there. Um, but we've got a couple of really cool things in the works for predator hunting that um, we're really excited about. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, definitely stay tuned. We're anticipating having something for uh, uh, on that platform ready to roll. So for folks that are following us on social media, you know, um, got game tech uh, on Facebook or Instagram. We'll be keeping people posted on platforms and definitely something to stay tuned about. Nice man, I look forward to that for sure. Yeah, I think that one uh, would be heavily anticipated. Yeah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Well, we'll have to make sure that we uh, once we do get it, get it released that we can talk with you guys about it again. Yeah, break it down and let folks know how to use it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we definitely will. Again, for the guys that are listening, um, like Tyler said. They have the, uh, it was the elk, or it was the duck tag app, right? That people can download for free. No, and the whitetail one. Oh, white, the the whitetail. Whitetail. whitetail app's free, yep. And then the duck tech and turkey tech are both four ninety nine, just a one-time purchase. So cheaper than, you know, a hamburger, an expensive cup of coffee, and you <laughs> got yeah. something that'll help you kill more <laughs> ducks and turkeys. And then the elk calling app is nine ninety nine, And we've had folks tell us pretty repeatedly that it's still underpriced based off of the amount of content that's on there. Um, but we, I don't know, we feel fairly comfortable with that price point just, just because in the mobile app space, people aren't used to having to pay for an app. Yeah. Um, so there's sort of that initial hurdle, like, Oh, nine ninety nine. you know, am I sure I want this app? But when you understand the amount of content that's on that elk calling app, like you just, you won't miss the 10 bucks. It's, it's helped kill so many elk for so many people. Um, well, yeah, and that's about... kind of the same approach. 
No, go ahead. Um, didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, that's okay. I was just going to say that's the same approach we're trying to take with all our apps right now, just making them so they're a you know, one-time purchase, not a subscription thing, and you just are able to get all that content and we'll keep updating it. Yeah, I think it's funny about the whole $10 for the elk. I mean, when guys think about how much time and money they put into just for the elk tag alone and for $10 more, if that makes the difference between you being successful and not being successful, that's really in the grand scheme of things a drop in the bucket when you, how much money guys are spending on an, uh, on a elk hunt anyway you know especially if you're buying an out of state oh totally tag, you're paying what on average by the time all done with the habitat stamps and everything else you're looking at what a thousand dollars and if right, ten dollars is going to make or break yeah. you then maybe you should be elk hunting you know right well and that's the thing too is they'll go to the sporting goods store and they'll buy an elk call for 10 bucks 15 bucks and they have no idea on how to use it so this right. is just another tool in your bag to to get like you said it's a one-time purchase of ten dollars it's it's nothing you buy the app you're going to yeah. learn so much on on all of them on you know the duck the turkey the elk and the whitetail you know and everything and then the, f the future ones what are going to be coming out it's going to help out tremendously and give everybody that knowledge on how to properly call to get those guys to come in. I mean, I, I'm not going to share. We're not the best hunters, you know, and we're always learning. Every single year we go out, we learn something new. And being able to, to talk to you like this, you know, and get a little bit more insight of that of the apps and let everybody know about it, you know, is going to help out tremendously. Well, we really appreciate you guys being able to, you know, being willing to have me on as well as sharing sharing the apps that we do have already with, you know, with your area of influence. It's, you know, we've, we're a brand new company, you know, we're only two and a half years old. And so we rely, you know, on the grassroots marketing to help spread the word. And, um, we really, really appreciate you guys and, and what you've done to support us. Yeah, no problem. Man. Yeah, Anytime. No, thanks for, uh, taking time out of your day and, uh, hanging out with us for a little while and talking about the app and, and laughing and stuff like that. And, Hopefully we spread this word out so that people can check it out and, and download it. Because I think like yeah, you bet, man. We really appreciate it. And if folks, uh, I mean, if people have more detailed or followed up questions about elk calling or turkey calling, definitely shoot us a message or shoot our experts a message. Um, you know, Paul with Elk Nut Outdoors is our elk calling expert. Uh, Scott Ellis is our turkey guy. Barney Califf's our duck guy, and Steve Stoltz is our whitetail guy. And all of those guys are really cool dudes that would be happy to answer questions. Um, they're always willing to pick up a phone or answer an email. Um, the trick is oftentimes being able to keep the phone call to uh, a reasonable amount of time once they do pick up the phone because they love talking about these animals so much. And, um, and we're the same way. Folks can definitely shoot us a message at Got Game Tech, and we'll share the insights that we have too. Yeah, so guys, make sure you uh, go give them a follow on Instagram, Got Game Tech, um, Facebook as well. Give them a follow. Check them out on uh, the, what is it, iTunes, the iTunes store. I don't know. I don't have an, I, oh, an yeah. iPhone. Yeah, so. the <laughs> and the, the Google App Play. App Store, Play Store. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely go over there. Check them out. Um, download that app. It's totally worth it. And so once again, man, uh, thank you very much. And uh, we'll go ahead and uh, um, sign off here. But uh, once again, guys, thank you. Uh, for listening and joining in with us and this uh, this has been brought to you from Onyx uh, know where you stand